WBEZ Features is supported by Adler University, educating students to advance socially responsible practice, healthy communities, and a more just society. With degrees in psychology, counseling, public policy, and leadership. Adler.edu. Lawmakers, advocates, and others often use descriptors like at-risk children or low-income residents to describe individuals and families facing societal challenges. Chicago's Erickson Institute, a graduate school in child development, is looking to change that. An upcoming workshop tackles the topic of decolonizing language. WBEC's Esther Yoon-Ji Kang spoke with Penny Smith, Director of Learning and Impact at Erickson, about why using the right descriptors is a key in advocating for children and families. So what are some examples of this problematic language and how is it detrimental? We tend to uh, use language that labels. When we use labels um, like at-risk youth, disadvantaged communities, low-income children, you're placing the burden um, on community violence on teenagers. You're deflecting from the elected officials and agencies responsible for providing community resources and funding. And you're making the children responsible for their household economic situation. A lot of times we would never use this language in in their face, right? I mean, I can't imagine someone sitting next to a parent and saying, oh, I'm advocating for this parent sitting next to me and they are low income. You know, you don't typically use that term in their face. It's when you're, you know, maybe writing a grant or, or you know, trying to make people aware of a problem. And in your effort to do that, you tend to use this language because it's quick, right? And it gets to the point. But what it does is it also dehumanizes and may lead the person that you're actually telling to draw conclusions that don't focus on the issues that pertain to the system. How does race play into the use of these descriptors? A lot of these descriptors are tied to Black and brown communities. That's that's who you think of. Think about it. When you, I mean, if you're being honest with yourself, when you think of terms like low income or at risk, I mean, these are communities that immediately come to mind. And that's what we're talking about. You know, a lot of times you might have people just kind of shut down like, oh, that's that other, you know, that other community that hasn't figured it out or, or, or they're vulnerable or they're needy. Or even if you attempt to change the language in a more positive way, which we've seen where, you know, you might say at promise instead of at risk, you're still labeling. So journalists, especially in broadcast, um, are always looking for the most concise way of describing things. And that's important for lawmakers as well in getting their message across succinctly and quickly about um, programs and issues. How can these groups decolonize language when it feels kind of incompatible with their line of work? You know, what we have to do is unlearn how to use those words. And I know that it saves the number of words that we have often uh, to make our case, but at the same time, you might be doing more damage. It's all about intention, right? If your intention is to lead resources away from communities, then you're doing a great job. Sure. Keep going. Keep, keep using the dehumanizing language. But if your intention is to advocate and to get these resources that they have rights to then we recommend using language to focus the attention on the systems, right? How can I reframe what I'm saying 
so that I can get the person that's listening to me right now to focus on the system problem. Tell me about the workshop next week. Uh, how will it help with this issue? I would look at this workshop as a uh, introduction. These are some some ways that you can say some of these terms, right? We provide uh, some opportunities for coaching, you know, to, to talk about, let's, let's review your website. How are you talking about this community that you're advocating for? Let's take a look at this press release. Let's take a look at your grant that you just wrote, you know, that kind of thing. This workshop is for policymakers, media, funders, anyone who advocates on behalf of children and families. That's Penny Smith, the Director of Learning and Impact at Erickson Institute, speaking with WBEZ's Esther Yoon-Ji Kang.